please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treasy. Hey, hey, it's Corey. It's Martin the Mailman. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the Kind of Movie Critics, R.I.P. to Jesse T. He's not here. dead. God I, well, damn. Just, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Did I say that was dead? You said rest in peace, my dude. Yeah, you know, rest in the process, my nigga. That's what <laughs> R.I.P. mean. You know what I'm saying? He's just cold chilling. I know Jesse I just, cold You chilling. don't normally say R.I.P. when someone's taking a nap. Like, I didn't say he was taking a nap. Yeah, I said he chill, you know, he like, chilling. Shout, shout out to Jesse who couldn't be with yeah, us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rest in peace, kid lord. No, nah, I'm just fucking with y'all. Yeah, yeah. Jesse's not dead. He's out shooting films and shit. He's, do, he's doing what we should be doing. Instead of sitting here fucking critiquing him. So anyway, but we do have a a very special guest. Hey. Filling his shoes. Chef Ashanti. That's me. Yeah. Give him a little bit. Oh, I'm Chef Ashanti. I am the owner of Mixer's Kitchen in Chesapeake, Virginia. It's a catering company, home of the late night carryout. With the, with the with the banging crab cakes and the That's banging shrimp alfred cause and the chicken and waffles Man, the chicken and while your baby loves the chicken my, and my daughter is so here for that mm, mm. i gotta check that out she you calls it mix, she calls it mixed kitchen food. though she calls it mixed kitchen oh, a lot of the like, kids call it mixed kitchen she's like mommy can we go to mixed kitchen? can we go to mixed kitchen mixes, <laughs> mixes kitchen what? i mean it's close enough <laughs> right it's close enough it's cool they know where they're going they bring their parents this one little boy came in and said my parents come here every single week <laughs> <laughs> and we love it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's that's because me. of him. You're I do out, it for people like him. You out here sharing Wakandan resources out here? Though. <laughs> look, look, <laughs> you know Wakanda, look, I would make. I don't know. My boxes would be made of, out of vibranium. Vibranium. Chef Ashanti is a longtime supporter, avid cinephile, and longtime supporter of the show. She I love always, you guys so we, much. Yeah, we like, love you too. You be promoting. Yeah. Look, when I'm when I'm working doing meal prep and stuff like that at my shop, like I literally. There could be nobody there, and I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> you <laughs> I debate, it's, and it's too much. Like I have so much to say that I I don't comment, and I should. But like when I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, oh. And then you guys go to something else, and I'm like, oh man, I can't. It's too much to write down. So I'm like, okay, never mind. I yeah. just when I see you guys, I write it. But I do love. Um, Wait, uh, what is it? Six or seven ways of separation that you guys play on? Oh, Instagram. six degrees of separation. Six degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. On I gotta, yeah, we gotta keep that going. Sometimes we fall short. Treasy but. always like shows me up though. I always think I have like a really good one, mm-hmm. and I'll do it in like four people, and then Treasy comes and does it in two. He's uh, like, oh, you could have could... just skipped over Viola Davis and gone to mm-hmm. something yeah. else. Nothing's better when you do it in one, and it just defeats the whole point. <laughs> 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 You're like, yo, they were in a movie together. I watched. They co-starred. They were like. They were a romantic couple. (laughs) That's funny. You completely forget about it. That's funny as shit. But yeah, man, y'all know why we here, man. We here for the the event that the world's been talking about. The world's been showing up for in Daishikis and motherfucking... Lion skin across the shoulder. <laughs> you know black. what I'm saying? I wore Dashiki. Dressed like Imani Easy. <laughs> Straight up, man. Black Panther. Yeah, air horns and fucking all types of fly African noises right there. So, uh, I should have uh, bought wings. Oh, why would you go wings. and say that? Hey, wings on me when you guys come. Come Don't. get a wing combo from the carryout. I'm frugal. Come get it. Oh, I got y'all. Don't fuck around and give our listeners a promo code too. Uh, (laughs) Say Wakanda forever at the register. You guys get fifteen percent off. Hey, Hey. don't say we ain't give you shit. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta listen to hear that though. So Mm -hmm. there's that real talk. 
So uh, right, maybe I'll put that on my on my Instagram page. You gotta listen to the episode. I should have said it at the end. Oh, we got you. We got you. Should have put it all the way at the end. We'll record some. We'll record some. But um, so uh, so Black Panther. Obviously, this is uh to me what seems like one of the most highly anticipated. Uh, I'm not a big Marvel Universe person, so it seems like it was very. Would, do you, would y'all consider this like a highly anticipated film in the Marvel? Yes. Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe. We Is waited. Across the board? I remember like a year ago when the when the trailers and the end credits started coming out. Mm-hmm. About what was that? Deadpool? No. Mm-hmm. Which one was that? Civil War. Captain, Civil, Civil War, War was yeah. That Civil, was like two years ago. Yeah, Civil War was 2016. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, so it's been anticipated since then. Yeah, that's when the end credits started. So that's when all did the, they mm. did they announce the you might know did they announce the solo film after Civil War or was it before? No, Civil they War? announced it before. Like really? they announced it like four or five years ago. Yeah, oh, really? Because the they, they they had the whole rollout where they was like Inhumans. This you're day, right. You're right. Inhumans yeah. got, got kicked out. Of, they yeah. got kicked out of the club. Yeah, the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, dope, and um, and you know, just quick little tidbits. It's directed by Ryan Coogler. Googler, what the fuck was that? The guy who uh, bought us Creed, which I loved, and Corey hates, of course. And so does Lisa. I don't hate the film. It just wasn't, I don't hate it wasn't that good. You didn't like Creed, though. I thought it was okay. Did you guys see his other movie? Fruitvale. Station? Which was a I, great film. I oh, heard see, that was very uh, good. Okay. I, I saw that movie. Fruitvale to me was the one that was like, eh. I, and that I was like Oh, you didn't see Fruitvale. No, I never saw it because, like, I remember when the Oscar Grant thing happened. Like, I remember how I felt at that time, and I felt like the movie would be just too traumatizing or something like that. Oh, yeah, it definitely. I mean, Oscar Grant was like early on, like, that with like people capturing people getting murdered. That was like one of the first that I remember. That was one of the first for me, too. Yeah, the, the, the movie did a really good job of, I think, encapsulating just that moment yeah. and, you know, what he meant to. You know that this thing that we forget when people get murdered—that they're like their fathers, they their sons, their family, their yeah. children. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just did a good job of really building who he was out. It was cool to me, but Cree really solidified Kugler to me as like what I now deem him as a very efficient filmmaker. Like I think he's a ve- he's very good at writing, and I think he's very good at getting to the core of the humanity and somebody's motivation for things, as you saw in Creed. You know, wait, so Fruitvale is essentially like. A movie version of The Shire, I guess, in your opinion. No, Mm-mm. it's no. about I wouldn't even put them It's in about the same. fleshing him out as a full human being and who, like, the people around him who are affected by his death. Yeah. Okay, The Shire. I don't even know how that reference. Uh, well, no, because so The Shire is about a murder and how it affects the entire community and the people oh. around him and stuff. That's like not that. what The Shire is about. <laughs> That's no, it's really not. The yeah. Shire. The Shire is trying to do that, and The yeah. Shire is really not doing that right now. Not in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. Oh, you're making a okay. You're, you're I never saw come, that, so okay. I can't. I don't have a. I don't I have an opinion you, about that. I just. To, I have to go back and form my opinion. I was gonna say you got to come back for our shy episode then, because I, I got a lot to say about that. So, um, wh- what makes this movie an event? Because I, I gotta say, I got a text from my cousin that was saying something about people running around in dashikis, and he really didn't understand it. And I thought the whole world was like tuned in and dialed into what was happening with Black Panther. But obviously, there's some people that didn't get it. So, what makes this movie the event and the anticipated, you know, piece of art that it is? I think that, well, it's like the out of all the Marvel movies that have come out in like this generation, it's the first 
solo black character film. So I think that was really important for everybody to like try to fit into these different characters. There was never one that had that was that was relatable to us. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really important that, you know, this whole Marvel universe we spent so much money on and so much uh of our lives, you know, trying to learn about it and trying to be focused on it that we you know, we didn't have a character of our own. I think a lot of, you know, black people in general just take ownership of of having something that's relatable in such a big way because anything Marvel touches is huge. Mm-hmm. So for you know, a black character and a majority black cast like that to have such a platform. I just think it was important. And I just thought it was really cool that they that they did it in Black History Month. I thought that was on purpose and I appreciated it. And when I first found out that it was coming out in February, I was like... Well, because, yeah, I read somewhere that this is the earliest in the year mm-hmm. that they've ever released a, a Marvel yeah, usually, yeah, yeah, it's so usually it to like tour. It's usually summer blockbusters or Christmas. Mm. That's mainly the timetable for Marvel movies. So. Yeah, so I think it had to be intentional for sure. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to piggyback. Like, I think the platform says mm-hmm. a lot. Mm. You know, Marvel is one of the biggest studios, produces some of the biggest numbers in cinema. And to and to do something like that, I think I just think people didn't see that coming. Mm. Yeah. So and then you know uh, to look at you know obviously they want to make movies, they want to make money, and they have such a proven track record with all these other basically white characters. Mm-hmm. And to do this, I felt like I, I don't want to say it was a risk for them, but I think that that does say a lot about them. Mm. So you know, he's to, like to, the first one since Blade. Yeah. Right. And Blade was a big deal. And Blade was a big deal. I yeah. Blade was a that. big deal then too, but he was like. He's like the first one since Blade. Right. And it's not just, and everybody knew that this this particular one was not just about the black T'Challa himself. It was about everyone connected to him and how everybody has strengths within themselves. Because I'm like, I think I need to be the uh, general in, for Halloween this year. I'm like, I, you right. know, like we didn't have. Are you going to be Okoye? Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. I mean, um, I, w- I have to agree with Corey. I think like having a black superhero on such a large platform and then like, even with Blade, when Blade came out and it being a big deal, like Marvel was not doing what it's doing now. And like mm-hmm. none of the other black superheroes that they've introduced, I feel like have an interesting enough story to for you to have like a standalone movie. Right. And when people saw him, they were just like, oh shit, like I'm so excited. He is a badass. Like I'm ready. And yeah. they like, we've been waiting for two years. Like, That's real. Is, is this the, uh, Martin, this might be more of a question for you. Is this the biggest mega budget that they've ever given to a black director? I was going to say, I, I think it is. I, I thought mean, it was I can't confirmed. really think. I mean, okay, besides F. Gary I, I, Gray. I, like, I don't know that. I'm saying, I thought it was confirmed yeah. that that was the largest budget, but I could be wrong. Yeah, see, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know how much they spent on this and how much they spent on the last it's Fast and Furious. Plus oh, then, yeah, I think yeah. that Yeah, I think that might just I vaguely it. remember seeing a post that's, uh, that was mentioned that this was the largest budget to a black director. Yeah. yeah. So all that's dope. Um. So, yeah, man, and it's definitely about to be the highest gross in black film. Yeah. Or what do we consider this a black film? Fucking right, we do. Okay, because yeah. I do. I just want to <laughs> make sure we all do. I definitely see it as a black film. Yeah, and it's definitely on its way to being the highest gross in black film. So, because it's doing a billion. I think Martin. it was. I think it was like the highest one for pre sales. Yeah, yeah, right? it broke the record for pre sales. Yeah, it, it's and the second biggest uh, opening for Marvel. For Marvel, it will, it? it's projected to be the second biggest opening for Marvel behind yeah. the Avengers. Behind the Avengers, yeah. I think it's already there. Yeah. 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 This this being Sunday. We should be watching the All Star Game, but 
We're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we, watch, we watch movies here yeah. at the Kind of Movie Critics Podcast. I'm with you on that. I just want to say Bruce Lee Roy is the first black superhero, but anyway, we'll go past that. All right. Um, Not Fat Albert. Or Blank Man. Or Meteor like Man. <laughs> Wait, no. No. That, Meteor they, Man was after. They came uh, after. Yeah, they came Bruce after. Yeah. I mean, we Superfly. I'll give Superfly a pass. No. Spawn count? That's it. Nah. Spawn. The Spawn count? <laughs> no. He's, he's only sad. slightly black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was black. He's not he was. Black he was black. Because he's burnt and he doesn't have skin. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So there's that. So fair warning to anybody who hasn't seen the movie or just completely missed our spoiler alert at the beginning. We are about to fucking spoil this film if you haven't seen it which i'm assuming if uh you're black in america you've seen it at this point 300 million dollars tried because my yeah. dad couldn't see it i'm sorry my i feel so bad that my dad can see it. yeah but he probably doesn't <laughs> listen to us so there, yeah. there's no conflict of interest going on there but, yeah but uh if you don't want to hear about uh uh the fact that uh t'challa actually did not die in the film I, I advise you to step out the room right I mean, now. anybody who's seen the Avengers 4 trailer knows he didn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's well, not really you know, a big mistake. Yeah. That's, that's why I thought that was... I, it was me being funny. Okay. Yeah. I still don't know what happened to Hawkeye. Meta. Hawkeye yeah. is not Hawkeye. in that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you know. So uh, let's just get straight into it, man. And I'm a, I, I don't want to lead the, the pack here. Like, where do we start? Do we start... Do we go chronologically here? Or do we just start throwing shit out? What the... Okay, I'm, let's go chronologically, man. What the I, fuck were they planning at the beginning? What was, yo, oh, that, so, I thought that was, well, you want to go ahead? No, because, okay, for, for anyone who wants to join, please request us. We have a, um, a Black Panther forum on Facebook, but that was one of the questions that was thrown yeah. out. Like What they were it's playing called, in 92? Yeah, yeah. What were they, who were they robbing? I don't think they were robbing. I don't think they were robbing. So no. I don't think they were robbing anyone, but what I realized was, when I saw it, this, I saw it twice. When I, when I saw it the second time, I realized that the people telling the story was... Yeah. Killmonger and his dad. Mm -hmm. So it was him asking, you know, his dad about home. And that's why he's like, you know, he was telling me about home, all, all that stuff like that. But I don't really oh. think, I, I, yeah. I think that that was a point in time where they were discussing um, the revolution. He was trying to revolutionize everyone or whatever mm -hmm. and give everybody, you know, resources and everything like that. And he had already stolen the vibranium. So I think that's what. I don't think he was really trying to rob anybody. You think I, he was trying to? He think he was trying to deliver something? Yeah, I think he was more of trying to like get every get oh, I, things. Like, everything. The second coming of the Black Panthers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I interpret it as, yeah. as a revolution, and he yeah. needed money and resources, so he sold the vibranium to Claw or Clue, whatever the hell his name Claw. was. Yeah, Claw. And that was that's what was funding his abilities to start a revolution. Right. Well, no, I think I thought it was more like he. He gave Claw the information on how to get the vibranium, mm -hmm. and Claw gave him a piece so he could make his own weapons and start his own revolution. Maybe, yeah. maybe that. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I think it was still grounded in a form of revolution. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah, for sure. They had and, a lot of guns. And Wakanda, <laughs> and Wakanda was like, "No, you're not going to use our resources to do that." And I think, in a way, Wakanda didn't want him starting revolutions either. So, not in their name because it would have uh, yeah. it would have exposed them and everything that they were sitting on. They were yeah. still trying to hide, you know. So, and mm -hmm. to this day, to this day, they're mm -hmm. still trying to. Trying to hide, so I think that was the whole thing. Right. But. So, which leads me just kind of fast forwarding into the ideology of what Wakanda, Wakanda sitting on this strong ass beautiful natural resource and not sharing it with the rest of the world. Right? Is that ideology? What What, what does that symbolize there? You know what I thought? I actually thought of you when I, uh, mm -hmm. Lizzie, when I when I was thinking about it the second time, I. I really tie it to like 
Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and the diamonds, mm-hmm. and that's how mm-hmm. I look at vibranium with this whole like scenario. I feel like it's like the yeah, same. Africa is a very rich continent and resources. Rich. Period. There's lots of oil. There's lots of gold. Yeah. There's plenty of things that other people need. And I feel like the way they portrayed it was like trying to get us to. They're trying to basically show like you know we're rich. You mm-hmm. know, like we are rich, and and it's funny because they keep calling them the white people colonizers. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Which people laughed really hard. Yeah. <laughs> will say that. People laughed a little too hard for my team. No, they laughed hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say what, what this movie was function. First of all, this I don't think we've hit this point. This was a fucking great film. No, it was amazing. This was great it was, on every he did, front. He did so much Even in telling that story. Yeah. And it gave it gave me so much. And like in one of my Facebook groups that I'm in, someone got to see it in an early screening and she was like, I cried. Yeah. And I was like, You cried? I was like, dang, like you really felt something watching this. And I didn't actually cry, but then as I was watching it and a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the symbolism in the dialogue yeah. and what they were trying to show us and teach us without punching us in the face right. was just kind yeah. of like, Okay, I get it. I got I got choked up a few times. I didn't actually cry, but I did get choked up a few times. Right. Like it was amazing. He did a great did- job of telling a story. In plain sight. In plain sight. Right. See, this was the movie that black people needed. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? This was the one that we needed. Sorry, Corey, man. This <laughs> Wait, is, this why is does everybody say sorry? <laughs> because because it's, it's not for you. you know, it's Black History Month. We don't have to apologize for anything. <laughs> yeah, we're not apologizing. And, and so that that goes into the second thing I was going to say. This movie is like the, like the visual manifestation of when people say pro-black does not mean Anti-white. Anti-white. Because they weren't even talking about white people. It was unapologetically black, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. The way they were portrayed the entire movie was like they were the strongest. They were the smartest. The smartest. They were put together. They were overly enhanced. Like it was. It was just really cool to see or to be portrayed that way. Like. We don't always have to be the bad guys. We don't always have to be the people that need help. Right. We can be the ones that are helping everybody else. And we ch- and they chose not to. Right. So I was saying this even about like Killmonger, right? Um, and I, I'm sure you guys picked this up the first time, but probably even the second time. When they were running down his whole resume about like where he came from and all that shit, and they were like, yeah, graduated nine, from Annapolis. At 19. MIT, the <laughs> Navy SEAL. I was like, yo, this motherfucker's educated. And then he's like, you know, he's dedicated. He's like he, he wasn't just this thug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even his adversary had just a very like strong foundational, uh, you know, educational background. And yeah. like, you know, he really immersed himself in like, obviously weapons training and all this other shit becoming a navy seal and all of that he was obsessed yeah so <laughs> he but, wanted he wanted to be able to be prepared to recapture his birthright and so he did the work he did yeah. the fucking work but i think that even even that small detail is sort of like a a dial of the knob of how it would have been for somebody who didn't care to take care of you know to 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 go out of their way to show that like we're not a certain type of person. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Well, obviously he symbolizes like the African American relationship and maybe not necessarily African Americans, but particularly like um, people who are products of the African diaspora and their relationship to Africa, especially in this part of the world where, you know, it's, it's a little different for people who are like Afro British, right? They still know a lot about themselves, but like Afro Caribbean, Afro Latino, African American people, we have like a very strong disconnect from where we're from. And it's something that we want, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, and it's been my experience. I'm probably going to catch flack for saying this, that, you know, it's something that we are clamoring for. And when we go after it, we're not always met with a warm reception. Sometimes we are, sometimes we're not. That's true. And it's kind of like, we don't really have a right to this. Um, cause you're not one of us. <laughs> so no, that's, that, I agree with that. Um, not all, but some, that's the experience. And I think like, it was very important to have Eric Killmonger be somebody who is educated in his own right, accomplished in his own right. And very, very, even though, you know, he was violent, very, very good at what he did mm -hmm. as the African-American representative. He wasn't a slouch. So I had an appreciation for that. Mm -hmm. I thought the casting was really, really good. Like it was so it's so it's so crazy how accurate it was how everyone looked even the the young to old versions of everyone mm -hmm. like even the um, down to Forrest Whitaker's eye. I man. was just I was that's exactly <laughs> what, uh, that's exactly that's what I was funny. about to say the young version of him had a lazy yeah, eye too lazy and I thought eye. it was the only one that caught it and yeah. everyone was like no yeah. I caught it was it that was played by his son well that's no. they're not related but he played his son in um in the, great the great debaters yeah, yeah. his name Denzel Whitaker um so wait. He's not his son. He's but not his son. name. Denzel. Yeah, Whitaker, his yeah. name. Apparently, his, yeah. his first name. And, but his first name is Denzel. And you know, Denzel directed the Great, Great Debaters, Debaters. Plus, he was in it. So that was kind of like a thing, because it was it was like he his parents. Mm -hmm. I think his name is like a, you know, obviously a homage to yeah, yeah. to Denzel well, and his last he, name well, being that, Whitaker. That, that's from what I from what I'm told. That's not an uncommon name in like. Afro-Caribbean culture. What, Denzel? Denzel. Um. But we pronounce it Denzel. But yeah. <laughs> Denzel. <laughs> sure Denzel pronounced it Denzel, am, too. No, he, he's... I know that it's Denzel I'm because calling, he said it's Denzel. Like, I'm this calling I am Denzel Washington for, for all eternity. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, called I, him Denzel. 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 Nigga, I'm calling him Denzel. <laughs> Denzel. She, she didn't. But, um, but yeah, I think I think that's like not an uncommon name. And so he may he might be named after Denzel yeah, Washington. He, I mean, but, yeah, or, that's or what I read. Or it could be. But I mean, that was just bull. Shit, but that's what I read that that his parent he was named that as a homage to Denzel oh, nice. Washington, but and then his you know the family last name being Whitaker. But anyway, um, yeah, the the but then did you even peep that? Uh, what's T'Challa's father's name? To to T'Chaka. Did you did you peep his eye too? Yes, I did. He only has one eye, but oh, does he? It, the, it didn't move at all. Oh, okay, it, so he did when he when he put his head down. Yeah. It did close. No, it no, works. I'm saying the eye didn't move. No, yeah, it, it looked like yeah. it wasn't a real eye. Plus, it was, but it was like kind of it, it was it wasn't symmetrical. Like it was kind of droopy. Like I thought it was a good makeup job. We're yeah. terrible. We're so sorry. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Like, I didn't catch the young one having that too, though. Yeah. Yes, That's the young one did. They had, when they flashback yeah. when they were talking about um, when he killed his brother. Mm -hmm. They. When he pulled the trigger on him, they they got a shot of his face, and that's where I saw it. Oh, see, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the technology, man. So there. So when they were when they were after the whole casino shootout, and you know they were it was Nakia and what's the the head general Okoye. 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 Uh, when they were you know chasing after uh, fucking Claw and his people, mm -hmm. and they were shooting bullets, and Okoye said like you know uh, you know guns they're so primitive. Mm -hmm. you know, like I she I thought the spear yeah, and then she pulled out the spear. <laughs> I thought that this movie did that very dope. How they just took the idea of like technology that we don't re it's just guns have been around as long as i've been alive so it's like i don't think about guns as technology for real i just think of it as like you know uh it's a weapon, it's a weapon mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but basically her saying that, that that guns are antiquated and like and then she pulls out a spear you know like 
But it wasn't just a regular spear. It wasn't a regular yeah, spear, yeah. but it was sort you know rooted in even something that was even more primitive than a gun. I I felt like this movie did that so well, where it's just like tweaking the knob, saying that like our technology is better, just inherently made you feel it made everything feel inferior to it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. not just the not just the guns, but like just I don't know. Did anybody else feel that way? Or, or I thought everything was bad. I thought everything was badass. I thought that his sister was incredible. Like, sure, he's the real she, MVP. I thought, right? I thought she was a great person behind the table. Like you know how like in mm-hmm. Spider Man they made that reference about the guy that sits behind the table. I thought she was one of the best people behind the table that I've seen in a long time. I mean, she had she had thought about everything, even from like putting his suit into the teeth of the necklace mm-hmm. instead of having him take a helmet off anymore, mm-hmm. and like even. Uh, the thing that they threw on the car to make make it covered in vibranium so it wasn't bu- so that it would be bulletproof mm. was cool. She had made all that stuff within like a day, right? Because he had got there and was like, um, she she was like, I gotta enhance the beads, and then she pulled out all the stuff that she had just made within like two days. Well, ago. didn't she say she had been working on some updates to yeah. shit? Mm-hmm. Well, she had been making updates of, on the on the beads, but like everything else, she had made. Within like that time, because she mm. said that she like the sneakers and the suit and all that stuff like that. Because Civil War technically happened two weeks before that. Okay. So he was still using all the old stuff. Mm. So she had made all that stuff within. Yeah. You know, Ironically, the that f- part of the movie it reminded me of James Bond. Yeah, oh, I think that's what much. they were going for. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. and even his role, like when they went to South Korea, mm. it was like that's his little mission. They're talking in their earpieces. Yeah, you yeah. got Q in the you know who's back at the lab helping you out. Like right. it really reminded me of James Bond at that point. Yeah, but, it it did. And I'm, I'm I mean even down to the I casino. Got some yeah, 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 literally the casino. So, what do you say? I got some Batman vibes oh, yeah. from that. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I had to go back and and figure out where. Um, what was the pilot's name? The CIA guy's name? Uh, Everett Ross. Yeah, Everett Ross. Ross. I had to go back and figure out where he knew him from. Because I'm like, when he came in, he knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that that was the guy in Civil War mm-hmm. who arrested them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever- arrested everybody yeah. in Civil uh-huh. War. So I had to go back and like make that... I was say, Treasy, were you lost when you watched this movie? Oh, so I'm glad you you yeah. said that. Absolutely not. Yeah. I, think, I think they did a very good job of quarantining this... To, as a movie that you could watch completely separate from the Marvel, yeah. the MCU, and not be lost because I don't, I'm totally you. Which, so you don't record. make all the, you don't yeah, find, yeah. you don't None. even see all like the references in there. I, I pay attention to all this. What I'm, 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 I'm glad that because the MCU is at a point now where like it's huge. You really. Yeah. Your origin story movie doesn't doesn't have to be an origin. Like they could have literally just done. Black Panther and not done all of that. Right. If it had been another character, I'm saying like, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that they 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 did a good job with that. I'm with you. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. continuing the MCU, but it's and it's not a it's an origin story, but not an origin story. So right. I, I think they did a good job with that. Yeah, they did a fantastic job. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I went to see it with my wife, and she said the same thing because mm-hmm. you know we're both mm-hmm. far behind on on the whole universe. And um, yeah, because even we had the same experience, even with uh, Doctor Strange. I felt like they did a good job of that one too because I I actually skipped Doctor Strange and then I went back and watched it cuz I didn't think it was going to be that interesting but even with It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say with you're on your own with that one. Yeah, that movie the, and I like Benedict but it's on the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not like that's it's not the top. It's definitely I love not. Benedict and I love Chewie and I was like no. Damn. Yeah, it was one of those movies that like 
you could have probably gone without. The only reference that I I found a reference in that one, um, when he right before his accident, mm-hmm. when he was getting the calls, he was talking about they he was trying to figure out which patient he was gonna take, and Rhodey was one of them. Yeah, Rhodey was one of them. He was saying that it was like a, a Air Force pilot with something mm-hmm. something, yeah. and he was talking about Rhodey when he fell from um, yeah from in a civil war. So Dope. that was like the only reference. But besides that, I mean. You could have gone without yeah. that. I would I would encourage you to watch Civil War. Yeah. Just cause it's a good film. Can you watch but Winter Soldier? I loved, I, yeah, I, I definitely Winter I definitely want to see it. I feel like well, yeah. Winter Soldier's probably like my in my my You've never seen Winter Soldier. It Wonder? might be my number no. one or two yeah. in the in the yeah, Marvel it's my Universe. number one. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah, if I had to give one a number one, that's a number one. That movie's a shit. That one had me that one had me on the edge of my seat. Even like when Nick Fury was getting was they were trying to kill Nick Fury. Yeah, that was like probably one of the SUV. best. Yeah. yeah, that's probably like one of the best action scenes in a Marvel. Yeah. And movie. I think that mm-hmm. movie too. It took them from uh, we're some comic book movies yeah. to like no we're here yeah. and we're gonna do movies that are comic booky but they're still they're relevant in the real world right and that's what that movie did. Is it yeah. like the Mission Impossible three yeah. of like of comic I mean yeah of, maybe of the universe maybe yeah I mean but. It's just the one that you looked and you were like, you, you kind of forgot you were watching a, a, a movie about a guy who dresses up in a blue suit with a star on his chest. Right. Like, yeah. Well, that's how I felt here. Yeah. I was like, yeah. there were so many jewels in this movie. Because that movie was not just about him, though. Yeah. That's why. It's a it spy was... thriller. It's yeah. almost like a little Cold War spy thriller. Right. 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 Yeah. So back on the technology, what, what I thought it was interesting, and what do you guys' takes on this, for the 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 young, the the his sister, sure, the young yeah. one, mm-hmm. was like, in uh, in charge of the technology, you understand what I'm saying? Like, is that something that is that a jewel that we need to be taking in? Like, you know, do we, you know, how we look the young kids to stay relevant with certain things? I think and... that was a very specific message about educating young black girls in STEM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And he took a moment to do it. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the story takes a moment to do it. Right. I haven't look. I I have the the first edition printings for Black Panther because I was collecting them for my best friend. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But I haven't actually read them. <laughs> but um. But go ahead. Oh well. Um, <laughs> but I haven't actually read <laughs> them. So I don't know if that's something that Tanahasi did or if it's some if it's a if it's something that's specific to this movie. You might know that. Do you know that, Martin? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. Th- I. Th- well, she's always known to be like very intelligent. She deals a lot with technology. I was actually kind of disappointed when she first got cast because in the comics she's more like a rival, like in a sense of Michael B. Jordan, where his character is a rival to to T'Challa. She's kind of a rival as like the baby sister who's just as smart, just as strong, but, but jealous. Yeah, kind of like jealous. Jealous. Like didn't doesn't really get her respect because she's a younger one because she's a woman. So when she was cast, I was like, I didn't really see her being like physically his like rival or something like that. But they do actually reference it in the um in the fight scene in the waterfall where she raises her hand. Yeah. So that that is kinda like a cool call back to the comics and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, mm. and it's gonna be no, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's got to be tough to deal with because you have fifty years of yeah, source several material, runs. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. different runs, different generations. So yeah, that's got to be challenging. But I think too, like, I think there was very specific messaging, very intentional messaging mm-hmm. there, and why he didn't make that choice. I think that he wanted to show relationships between black men and black women in a very specific and intentional way. So I think maybe that yeah. was like something that he left out on purpose. Yeah, two two ways they did it with um when M- when Mbaku first came when he challenged him and that's what he said. He said um 
you get, you leave our your technology in charge with a child who mm. scoffs at a tradition. Tradition, mm-hmm. and yeah. then um, she made another reference to Bucky when she said, uh, "Cool, another white boy for us to fix." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought I thought she was referencing Captain America. Mm-hmm. Captain America is in Wakanda. I don't think he's still there. I, think I don't he think he's still well, there. Well, I mean, at the end of the Civil War, at the end of Civil War, he was there. So that's I. I forgot about Bucky. And so. Bucky's yeah, Winter Bucky. Soldier, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and they, okay. they put Bucky to sleep, and they were trying to. He said yeah. he wanted to go to sleep until they fixed him. So yeah, I guess I just forgot. I I went to thinking Captain America, but it was cool. Which had me way. thinking that she had already like I, I mean in the post credit, of course we saw him or whatever, but mm-hmm. like that at that point that made me think, okay, they've already fixed him. Yeah, because if she says. For us to fix, that means she's already fixed Bucky, so he should be good. And, and he's awake, so he's yeah. awake, and he's in the the trailer for Infinity War. So I was yeah. like, okay, when are they? And I when I went when I went to the movies, I said I was trying to figure out when they were gonna wake him up. Are they gonna wake him up in the movie, or is he gonna be awake in the post credits? I was kind of disappointed that he wasn't woken up like in the movie. I thought he was gonna be like. Uh, the movie didn't need a white savior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe that was intentional. Yeah. Maybe that was intentional. I know? thought though when Homie was flying the jet, I was like, "Is he gonna be a white savior? Don't do it! No, don't, I don't, do it. I don't, don't do it! Don't be the white savior!" I, think I thought he was very, gonna die. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't think he was gonna die. I think that that was a very intentional message about um, white allyship and what that should look like. Like, yeah. don't cheer me on from the side. I need you to take a fucking bullet for me. Like, yeah, you're like, I need you um, to be just as invested in my survival as I am. So, and he yeah. owed him a favor too, though. Like I think that was about like that you know, was the you, favor we built this shit for free. Yeah, <laughs> like you you owed me. We we saved mm-hmm. your life. You owed me. So I need you to sit but down. I never and do what thought you that he didn't never wanted to fight for them. No, I, I never no, got that I, vibe. I, I, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm no, saying that that, that was like a, a representation of what white allyship should, should look be, like. Should yeah. look like yeah. Mm. But they didn't make him a savior. I, I I don't know when I saw the sequence developing. He's got to sit in the jet, and then I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> man, helped. is this gonna be a white saver? And I'm gonna hear about this. <laughs> no, he. <laughs> no. Let's all y'all want to jump into the heart shaped herb, the heart shaped herb. What you got to say, trees, job? Well, I, it's not that I have to say anything. It's just I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, obviously that's a uh, see. All right, for me. You know, this this was just like one conversation between, you know, African Americans and People Africans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, I have this. I, I I say this a lot, man. That there is a big chunk of us that like I'm very I'm very interested in between slavery ending and now, like how disconnected we are from av- agriculture. You understand what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like. Like, you mean like black people farming? Yeah, like African Americans. Like, like you, why don't we do it? Why? Why is that not, not something not that even, we like? Not even we do. why don't? I mean, we, we do, do, but like, but why not, are we not like? Like, if if this was if this is our history in America, and not even that we don't do it, we don't know how to do it. You don't know what's in season, when, when to plant, what to do, what. You understand what I'm saying? It's not a prominent uh, thing because I mean there are people that yeah, do. It's like just that's not a, a thing prominent. in my family. It's not, but it's not. Yeah, it's like a thing in my family The average too. person, the average black person, doesn't yeah. aspire. Do you know how to do it? Um, it depends on what we're talking about. My mother does. But do she's, you she's know? She taught how me to how to it. plant very specific things. Yes, if right. I go ask her, yeah, but it's not something I was interested do, in. Right, because I, I was I was pushed into a path of academia. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, is, is does this heart shaped herb speak to this disconnect in agriculture? With like us, you know, us being closer to the earth is actually the power. You know, like 
I don't know. Am I reading too deep into this shit? Uh, you're, reading, you're reading into it a way I also that I've not thought about. There's a lot yeah, of white people yeah. who don't, uh, don't farm Yeah, either. that's what I was about I to say. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't come from a lineage of farming. Either. I, I do. But, but to be fair, um, I think that farming stayed in my family for a few reasons. Um, my white ancestors gave land to their black children um, that they were able to then uh, have people rent parcels for sharecropping. So black people didn't own land to be able to continue farming in the way that they did before. So like right. I don't know. That was that was super deep. That was deep. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna tell I'm you. I'm surprised you didn't take it there. <laughs> no. I could tell him I about his experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a space that I'm interested in. But uh, as far in, as the heart shaped herb goes, like I think that it was a currency of power, I think is what it represented. And I thought that the way that Killmonger wanted to hoard it for himself is very symbolic of being um socialized in the western world and the ways that we're thought to think of power uh as scarce mm. and something that we need to hoard for ourselves mm-hmm. and so he immediately wanted to stop other people from having access to it yeah. and i think that that's very like that's the crux of capitalism it's the crux of capitalism but not only that like in the western world that's the way we're taught to think about power that it's not an abundance it's not something that we can give to each other mm-hmm. that is something to be shared it's something to be managed and we can we can all have it we should all have access to it potentially mm-hmm. right because in their society like potentially you could challenge and you can be the black panther right He's like, no, I don't want to give you that opportunity. So it's like he wanted to come back to uh, liberate his people, but he was doing it through a very like westernized lens well, of the, what the guy uh, what revolution he said was. He's doing what he's trained to do, right? To mm-hmm. enter and destabilize and right. destroy, right? You know. I thought that was just the reaction of his um, experience with his father, like with the heart shaped herb. He was just so he didn't want to feel vulnerable or weak, so he just burned it just out of like a emotional response i thought that's what it was it is also he, i don't know about this, being emotional it is a common theme amongst villains in movies in general that you know you do not want you want to be the soul the last one the last one the soul i am the dictator i am the one of power forever i'm trying to figure out why we don't all think that about shit. like he was like it's over for all that shit yeah yeah, Burn this. yeah, yeah. yeah i i well, I don't think about the, people in real life that way when they act like that <laughs> message i i just think i I'm curious to find out like how they're going to move forward with the story and how long Black Panther is going to be in the Marvel universe, like how long they're going to stretch it out because like if he's the last so he's clearly going to be the only and last Black Panther because there's no more heart-shaped herbs. So It's a comic book. They'll yeah. find a way. <laughs> or are they going to bring way. it back and that's the thing, yeah, are they yeah. going to like find a way to bring it back? Yeah. Are they going to I mean if Thor can get 3 movies? Black Panther's getting a few. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah. especially because so, the second and one especially was if it keeps making money, they'll 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 make these. Ragnarok, movies. I just watched. It was great. I like Ragnarok. Uh, one question I, like- I had was, um, like his father, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since he wasn't buried, that's why he's in that room, right? Like he can never like go go back to, to his the ancestors. ancestral plane. Yeah, yeah, he's just stuck there, mm. right? Uh, well, T'Chaka wasn't buried either. T'Chaka, I think he, T'Chaka I think was he was buried. buried off screen or something like that. Okay, because the body yeah. was there. I thought she made some I, type of ritual. I thought she made reference to not she, being able to bring his body back. She didn't get to bury her brother. Oh, properly. Okay. Yeah, she said we didn't even get to give him a, a burial. A proper burial. Okay, yeah. I misunderstood that. And and T'Challa made a reference to you him not burying his, his uncle. His he, uncle. Okay. He, yeah. he was a, he was pissed that you didn't even give him a, a you didn't even bury him. You left him there and you left his kid there. That's what he was mad about. So. I saw the kid thing a mile away. Yeah, I saw it too. I saw it. I was like, I saw that too. 
I also saw him him being pulled somewhere, like sitting somewhere. I either thought he was gonna like climb up the mountain or like I figured somebody was gonna find him. I, I knew he wasn't. dead. I know, no, we knew he wasn't dead. I like, knew he wasn't dead. But <laughs> I mean, in terms, of, I I mean, it, when I saw him on screen and he was, he knew what vibranium was and was able to like identify it in the in the um, museum. I was like, oh, he's a Wakandan. Yeah, and he's probably that guy's son. Yeah, because th- there's there's always a reason that you're seeing everything. So I'm like, why are we being shown this? We're being shown this because it's going to be important later. Yeah. So and he didn't even Sterling want K. That. Brown. I want him to win at everything. Like they put oh, yeah. everybody I care about in this freaking movie. He killed his performance. The, the little bit of screen time he had. So I, I want to jump into the women of Wakanda because obviously, you know, it was there was nothing but strong ass women oh, in yeah. Wakanda, which 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 is phenomenal to me. I thought it was really dope. Strong ass chocolate, beautiful women. Yeah, yeah it was. On top it was. Of that. <laughs> it's funny because I was like, there's only one light skin girl person in the entire movie, and it was one of the the Dora. The, the, <laughs> Well, and didn't she die? Yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did. <die>. That's okay. <laughs> it's all good. That's now, terrible. Someone, She's someone, the one that died. Yeah, that sucks. Someone um, on Facebook that I follow was was very keyed into the fact that like um, the women who are desirable who had love interests, they were both darker skinned women with very classically African features, mm-hmm. um, and that how important that imagery is for young girls to see themselves on screen as desirable. Right, and. Um, I thought that it was also interesting that they did make a choice to include every shade of of, of black mm-hmm. um, in the Dora. I think that that was the the appropriate way to do that, though. I don't. Yeah. I mean, light skinned women, we get way too much love. I said it. So, <laughs> so, but anyway, but I think that it's also important to show images of of a strong black woman looking like every black woman. So I thought that they get they got that. And not being right. the angry black woman. Mm-mm. Just I'm yeah I'm I'm the, I'm the protector keeping you alive and i think that you know even back to mammy like mammy kept us alive like right it's it's important it's important but it's a different story right it's not a story of struggle it's like even even when we're flourishing i'm still your protector i'm still going to keep you alive mm. yeah. so i got a question right the relationship between okoye and what was daniel kalua's character was it wakabi wakabi yeah Wakabi. i think it was wakabi wakabi was that his wife no, they weren't married, but they were dating. They were in the relationship. Okay, because I want to talk about what where everybody stands on her fighting for Waka- her fighting for Wakanda and him standing up for the king. You know what I'm saying? Protecting the throne and her protecting the country. I don't. I don't think that's what was happening. No. So he was. He was more upset. He was. He was already upset about his parents mm-hmm. because in the. The whole thing about uh, Claw killing his parents in '92, mm. uh, or you know, bombing the border. You know, his whole family—he's his family is the one that guards the border. So he was okay. already upset about his family dying when when Claw blew up the border. Gotcha. So it was a so it was a personal yeah, vendetta. It was a yeah. vendetta. So gotcha. that's why, like, he was really upset with um, T'Chaka when he came back and Claw wasn't with him. Right. And so he saw Killmonger as like stronger than T'Challa because he is the one that was able he to... He delivered them vengeance. Yeah, yeah. he delivered them vengeance He's a wartime consigliere. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. and he, Godfather he wanted, reference. He wanted action. Yeah, yeah. he and, had and, wanted action yeah. from the beginning because even when they were speaking to each other, he was like, you know, if you wanted me to go out there and, you know, get everybody in check, I'll do it. Right. He was like, well, that's that's never been, you know... Our way. That's yeah. not our way. And, you know, it's kind of like the struggles of we're strong enough to... to Take every or take control of everything, but 
but we don't. Why is that? And I think he's the one that like really asked the question, why, 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 why? Mm. And nobody could give him a a straight answer. So he was like, well, this guy basically is feeling like- He came with the results. Yeah, he came with the results. He's Mm -hmm. the one that killed him. So why why not? He's my king now. So I guess I'll, you know- Mm. Uh, I mean, I think he he also gravitated towards that, like take action, get results. Yeah, and and the the way had been don't take action. Mm-hmm. You know? Malcolm so, X. Of the I was going to segue in there. There, that there's the, is. there is the classic Malcolm X. I in, think Wakanda and, is what Malcolm yeah. envisioned for us, like yeah. to say like we we need to get ourselves together and be strong within ourselves before we try to integrate into. Mm. Um, we we try to integrate with other cultures. I think like Wakanda is what what Malcolm envisioned. But it presented, it, it, pres- but it presented oh, an argument. His head. It presented yeah. both sides that you know there's some pros to this, but there's also some obviously some negative to this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. to yeah, because there are extremists. well, if we're, if we're yeah, yeah, there's extremists, about, and I think maybe that's what T'Challa was at the beginning. He's the extremist on the other side. Exactly. Yeah, the other um, I can never get his name right. Wakabi. Uh, yes. Uh, no, his real name. Dan. Oh, Daniel Dan- Kalua. Yeah, Kalua. I can never say Kalua. I always say Kalua, and that's it's Kalu- Kaluya. And that's Kaluya. really disrespectful yeah. to call him Kalua. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know it, they represent both the extremes, and then eventually they, they meet maybe the they come to a well. They never know, meet in the middle, but yeah. uh, I think Wakabi like understood. Like he looked around and saw like this. This is destroying us more than it's effective. I mean, he realized the error in his way. Yeah. Yeah, after yeah. after he had to get a stern looking from his wife, but, from but his I think, girl. <laughs> but I think T'Challa realized the error in his ways too. Right, you know, like it's like you know now we we he realized everybody's kind of coming to this compromise, you know, to some degree. Yes, well, some speaking of our Facebook group, which is called Wakanda Till Infinity, um, so go find that on 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 on, on Facebook. But somebody somebody said, uh, so is T'Challa Martin? Before the pilgrim, no Malcolm. Before the pilgrimage, is is that what he? Uh, somebody asked that. Is like is. Let's see who it was. Is T'Challa Malcolm before the pilgrimage? I mean, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is Killmonger Malcolm before the pilgrimage, and T'Challa Martin before? I don't like that know, comparison his, because that 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 implies that Malcolm X was preaching violence and he wasn't. Yeah. He was preaching self defense, and that's not the same thing. I I really hate that comparison. Yeah, well, I mean, I I I get what he's trying to say. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying like, to, but I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But is it? But are is it is it fair to say? Because he's not the only person I've heard say that. Are we looking at Martin and Malcolm here? No, like they're not Magneto and Professor X. Okay. <laughs> well, I always saw it. Yeah, because that's like, really extremely there. I always saw it as a subtle way of them like referencing like the Black Panther Party without like explicitly say like this is this is a movie referencing the Black Panther Party like that's uh, how I and do I, it, yeah. I, I always saw Killmonger is like the perception it's kind of like the perception of what people thought the Black Panther Party was mm-hmm. and the end of the movie is kind of the what they actually did which was like outreach programs and helping out the community and stuff like that. Mm. So this is civil war between what people think. Black Panther Party is, and what they actually were, is that is that I, what well, you're saying? To or? me, I thought it was it was it it kind of encapsulated like a lot of things about like black people's I perception was of it. Into that. Like, uh, okay, you go ahead. No, I meant just Take the fact the that I think there's a lot of different tropes here. There's yeah. there's that there's the Mar- uh, Martin and Malcolm thing. I mean, I think there's just a lot that is open for interpretation. Mm. So, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're fine. Well. 
Okay. Anybody else got anything to add? Because it's like we were excited to talk, and now nobody's bringing, nobody's well, saying I, nothing. I, I would say I, I, well, I, like, I like the I like the film. Uh, I'm glad that it was a good film, and because mm-hmm. I, I was what I was concerned about was that it was going to be not a good film, but perceived as good because it was black. I wanted it to be a good film mm-hmm. on its own in general. Regardless of the yeah, group. because you know I wanted I didn't want the worst film in the MCU to be the black one. You wanted to see right. black film win. Yeah, and it's a good film. Right. Like it's a it's a good film. I put it higher on the list of of MCU films. I'm with him. Uh, Winter Soldier's where my heart lies. But okay, I, so yeah. This is what I say. What I was disappointing in, mm-hmm. appointed in. I saw a lot of reviews saying that Killmonger was the best villain since Joker. Since um, I saw that too. I saw. I saw them say, say Loki. I, I, I since saw Heath Ledger's that, Joker. Since, since Heath Ledger's Joker. That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. So, and I saw that a lot. I, okay. I saw I, that I'd say a that lot. Killmonger was very like brilliantly written, but he did not give like a performance on the level of a Heath Ledger by any And that's what and, and see, and I had saw it so much before I saw the movie. I really like I was like, man, he's he must be like really badass in this movie for someone to compare him to, to that because even even Casey Neistat said the same thing he was like not that he's a movie critic but we respect it, Casey yeah <laughs> I respect Casey's opinion and I was thinking because he doesn't really hold anything back so I, I was thinking like okay well I, and I maybe was, he was it, talking about the writing I, I mean I didn't I didn't I don't watch Casey every day anymore I hang my head in shame <laughs> I catch up on him but I mean like the way that the character was written in a way that as a black person made me like understand him and empathize with him. And like, yeah, even though I, I wasn't rooting for him to win, I still understood where he came from mm. like completely. completely because, you know, as you said earlier, it's a conversation between Africans um, on and from the continent and, and African-Americans mm-hmm. and like the ways that we misunderstand each other. And so like, I totally was rooting for his heart. I'd say like more like, yeah. Than for for what he wanted to succeed, because yeah. he had good intentions. Yeah, because right. even T'Challa wasn't gonna kill him. He heard him, but he was like, you know, we could we could probably still save you. He was like, nah. Which I'm I going like out. because typically in the MCU, the villain gets a very like kind of the villain's death. It's like you're yeah. destroyed yeah. <laughs> or something. You know, what? you know, you're sent off into space. And, you know, like T'Challa you didn't um, kill the guy in Civil War either. He didn't let him kill himself. Yeah, because he, he tried to kill himself, and he was yeah, like, yeah. you know, the living is not done with you yet either. So I think T'Challa just has a soft spot for people. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want anybody to die, but he's a fair. He's a fair. I feel king. like a lot of people died in that last fight scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoever was in those spaceships, or like whoever. The yeah. dude, I was thinking that dude who fell off. I was off thinking the, that was like, uh, we're all pro like Wakanda, but them guys died. in spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, he's driving a plane right those now. Those guys died. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they had. Um, they had like ejector parachutes. Ejector seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is that that's gonna be awkward at the yeah. next Wakanda meeting? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we killed all those people? Yeah. So my friend Stephanie brought up in the group. She she wanted to discuss there was um in the in Killmonger's death scene when he talked about like just you know bury put my body in the, in the ocean, ocean. Mm-hmm. and he was like my ancestors um, understood that death was better than um, bondage. bondage. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, how as African-Americans, those are not the people that we descend from. We Obviously. descend from the people who survive. Right. And, like, what are our thoughts on those choices? Um, What, death over bondage? I think they're both brave choices. What, death and bondage? I think uh, that they're both brave choices. Yeah. I think you have to be brave to end your life in that way. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that you have to be brave to choose to live. To choose to live. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I just hope I, I'm never in that position to make have to make that decision. I, 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 I don't oh, want so that for you either. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, just, that, that's, that a hard, that's a hard one to wrap my, my mind around because because both both points have so such you know definitive answers. And you it, know, it is kind like, of like those people met death, and you know death is the end of your life. Like there's there's nothing that you can that you can continue to contribute once you're gone. But the people who were on the boat, they didn't know what they were about to go through. Like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And where it would leave us as their children. And these other people were like, well, I'd rather like in my gene pool here. Like, right, right. Or you know, or or is there a certain amount of fear that goes into you ending your life? Like, like I think either choice is a brave choice. Yeah, see. I'm yeah, too. I'm too know. scared it's, to it, kill myself. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I would have just take taken my you, chances. Would you been too scared to live? Like, it, I, I, I don't see. Know. I don't know. I feel like I probably would not have jumped off the boat. I would have. Right. You know. But. So so it. I, yeah. Honestly, see, I look at it more like that. Like fear influences either choice. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the not fe- knowing the fear of not knowing influences you to jump off. You know, and the, and then the fear, fear of, of like taking your own life forces you, you just, into bondage yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying and I, and I think that that was like a, a very symbolic like moment too in terms of like that moment and the moment between okoye and um, wakabi and like the choices that as black people and as black women that we have to make for our survival mm. like ryan was just giving us all the jewels like i was having so many fucking yeah. moments like yeah, he was running those jewels no pun intended well <laughs> um oh oh you Go ahead. I was reading your uh, memorable moment things. Oh yeah, yeah. The what are those? <laughs> yeah, which I, I love. That, that was. So, I know you were gonna like that. Being a shoe shoe person. <laughs> oh, what I was gonna ask Corey, how did you feel about the car flip? Because oh, I loved when, it. I loved did you? It. Yeah. What about his sneakers though? I was like, ah, Corey. Yeah. Sneakers. Yeah, I like sneakers. So, yeah. what did you think about the actual shoe she made oh, for I don't him? Know. I mean, it was cool. It was a visual effect. It, you know, cool. <laughs> it's cool shoe. But that shit ain't yeah. made no noise when he was stepping. I know. But, he, <laughs> but yet later in the movie, it made noise when he was running up. He was running upstairs or something. Oh, I was like, oh, is it maybe he had a prototype? Sandal. Maybe he had the sandal on. He had the yeah. sandal on. Maybe. Back to the the no, that was a cool moment. That was a fun moment. I I thought about you too with all the cars flipping. I was like, I love ah. cars flipping right. behind things. Yeah. I guarantee you. It's, if what I ever did make you think about these car flips? Oh man. I'm gonna. There's gonna be cars flipping behind people all day long if I ever make a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it was cooler in the trailer though, because it had the. They took it, away. It the, was. It was. They exciting. took away the music yeah. and it was just the sound effects. So. Right. That was dope. Well, well, one thing I know we were talking about it earlier, and I know it was one of the the first time I watched um, the movie. It was one of the things, one of the reasons why I just thought it was okay was the visual effects. So yeah. you saw they were kinda, there, were, there were several moments whoa. that they were like, they were especially trash. the waterfall scene. God, like, yeah. 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 Bro. that was that was pretty. Mine was during the Korea scene. There were some of the Black Panther was was janky, man. Yeah, the when he they the, was just the doing, suit doing jumping things around, that body doesn't do. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, that doesn't look realistic. You're yeah. definitely tearing something. Yeah, if I had to tear anything apart, definitely the the visual the, effects. Visual yeah. effects. Yeah. My man yeah. was, was put his hand bad. in a wheel. Pretty bad. How y'all feel about the the rhinos? Yeah, I, and then yeah, the yeah, rhinos. Yeah. I thought the rhinos were cute yeah. at the end. No, it's, I didn't no, mind it. Bad. I didn't mind it at the end, yeah. but I didn't like it in the beginning when it was just sitting there. It was like, that's not real. Like, yeah. that's weird looking. Yeah. So, I, but I, I wonder if you know what it reminded me. It reminded me of Okja. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I was, yeah. like, oh, this is terrible. It, it that did not look good. Mm. Two hundred yeah. million dollars. You better get better rhino, rhino people. Right. So. Yeah, the whole thing about the rhinos is like. 
what time are we living in? You know, it's like. Well, like, you have to understand like, that rhinos are like endangered too, and they had a shit ton of rhino. So, like, yeah. but then they still use them for utility, and you know, I mean, it is native to Africa. So, I mean, it, to maybe I don't, yeah. I don't know. African maybe they were saving the rhinos. I don't know. Maybe That's that, what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, like maybe like horses over here and rhinos. Yeah, over yeah, there. yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Sl- a yeah. Sl- so. That was good. Whole slew of um, <laughs> back, back to back to the point about um, I get the reference between uh, the, the best villain since the since. Heath Ledger's, Heath Ledger's Joker. Joker. I, I get the reference what they're trying to say. I think he was such a an evenly yoked adversary. Like like he was legitimately. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that. First of all, performance wise, I don't think Michael B. Jordan is. Yeah, a good that's actor. that's what and that's what you know I was what looking saying? at it as. I was like, okay, is he about to give a yeah. performance like that in a Marvel movie? So that's what I was looking at it. But as far as him being an equal, like an equal adversary, I thought he was a great. Right. Adversary to the Black Panther completely because he kicked his ass in the in the when he challenged him. Right. So I thought that was excellent. I just thought that, you know, acting wise, like Heath Ledger's Joker was like Yeah, Michael. Who, you know, who would you have cast as Killmonger instead? Oh no 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 no, no 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 listen. I wouldn't have casted he, anyone. Here's the I thing. This is fun. I have this weird relationship with Michael B. Jordan because I don't think he's a good actor. But his presence to me is everything. So you're still rooting for him. Oh, I'm always rooting for him. I think like since Wallace and motherfucking The Wire. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) that was such a great character. He he has this presence that you just you love to see him. You know what I'm saying? Like you like you like it makes a difference in the film. His presence. You understand what I'm saying? Like in this particular film, to me especially, his presence just added that extra fear. Like it. I don't think he's been cast in a role where we've required enough of him for me to even say that he's a bad actor or a good actor. But I, but like I'm rooting for him too. Like yeah. I like to see him. I agree. I, well, I just think he's kind of stuck in he's one nice way of performing. Of course, I mean that's you know. <laughs> he's, he's nice to look at. But no, I, I really didn't is. like. I wasn't like, like, if I'm comparing him again, I wasn't intimidated by him like how I was with Heath Ledger's Joker, you know? So I as a agree. villain, I'm not that's what I was looking for to be like, damn, like yeah. Like well, if I cross yeah. this path, like would I be I wasn't as t- and until I, I wasn't really intimidated by him until they finally asked him who he was. Mm. And then that was like a big moment for him for him to yeah. say, you know, I'm the son of Prince, well, you know, whatever. It's and he said that shit in a language too. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the first time I watched it, I actually missed that scene because mm-hmm. I had, I had to take my nephew to the bathroom. So <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw the movie and I was like, yeah, his his performance is mad weak or whatever. And the second time I watched it and I saw that film, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. He's actually doing something interesting. And I think a lot of people believe like Marvel has a villain problem where their villains aren't really that intimidating or well like developed and stuff like that. I think people. Most people would say Loki is probably the best one, and I think Killmonger is probably maybe second best. They're just not memorable. They, they don't. Really they don't. They, they, they they come and they go. Loki yeah. obviously didn't go because they didn't kill him. He has like four or five movies on yeah, his belt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm intimidated. What, what's uh, what's his name with the uh, oh Thanos? Thanos. I, I I was more intimidated by Thanos in the preview, oh, but yeah. I mean, but I think that's because that's probably 
way more anti- uh, anticipated. Mm. Yeah, and that might be why. But one thing I don't like, Michael B. Jordan does this thing where he kind of like walks with his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, hate, I hate it. Like, it's like a like a thing. Anybody who's not watching him, do he, he goes he goes <laughs> like, like this a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. His performances. Yeah. What he talks? Like, his performances <laughs> to me. He's a head me, jerk. Oh, he, he's like he's very reminiscent when I watch him of like. Uh, Derek Luke to me, like they kind of act the same way. It's something like over aggressive about like their acting. With Derek style. Luke though, it's like shoulders back, shoulders back, and I'm talking into the yeah. air. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like he's gonna start punching the, the air eventually. It's like it, it's like they, their tone leads them as opposed to like their tone controlling the scene. They let the tone kind of like take them into a situation. So, I, so I think like it worked for Creed especially, and I said this before. It worked for Creed because. Their, those that type of acting style works good when you have a character that has a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you understand that there's like mm-hmm. this underlying aggression that sort of like takes the, that mo- that's the motivation for their character. You know what I'm saying? But when you put them, it, it's exposed when you put them into a situation where they just have to be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where they just have to they just have to live. But what? Let's talk about his, his markings, the markings on his body. You know, obviously, uh-huh, that, I thought that was. I thought that was badass. You know, too. it 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 had a it had a tribal meaning because that you know that's what Daniel Kaluuya's character he had him on his face and you know uh, you know but then his was something different. His was mm-hmm. the amount of his kills. You know. What yeah, I mean? and I think that was that was to show you how bad he was because it, it originally they just showed his arm and you it would make you think that okay you know he just got him up his arm but he had his whole. Front, back, yeah. chest, back, arms, everything was covered. Covered and like that. a motherfucker. But I also like the symbolism in that too, because I, I feel like, oh, first of all, let me preface this by saying thank you for putting me on to Ryan Coogler's Hot 97 interview. Bro. I watched yeah, it earlier it so today dope. too. Yeah. Dog, it was really good. It is so. Is it recent? Um, oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, I need to it's it. amazing because he he basically said what I'm about to say. Um, and I'm glad he said this in that interview, is like sometimes we do things that are not far off from our ancestors, but we don't have the context for why they do it. So that's the only difference is the, you know, the... That we've ha- kept the traditions, we just don't understand no, why we, we do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like, the you know, for him to do that as his markings, you know, is... But it didn't have the tribal connection it just, to me it just spoke it just speaks to that you know mm-hmm. things like i don't know i mean i don't know when you talk about things like branding i don't know i don't know if that's in tradition but or like even tattoos and shit like that like i don't know you know where it lands traditionally for us in africa but that you know it's it, it could mean one thing here one thing there you understand what i'm saying yeah. but it still it still has this context mean, and i like bring that it out. The mentioning of traditions wasn't the reason why the other group went to the mountains. They made a reference to like forgetting about tradition. Mm-hmm. They made some sort of reference. He said he said she scoffs at tradition. Yeah. So like what was the, the... his sister his mm. when when she interrupted and said she was gonna challenge him, yeah, yeah. that was supposed to be a joke. And and he uh-huh. heard that joke and that's why he said she okay. scoffs at tradition. I didn't know if that had anything to do with the connection of why they were where they were and, and they just, they yeah. decided not to live like under the system, but they yeah. still respected it, but yeah. they went off and did their own thing. Yeah, mm. they were one they were the the one that went to the mountains in the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I love the scene the later yeah. when you saw him on the throne and it was like a, a dolly shot in. Mm-hmm. And it had all the the things hanging from the. I, mm-hmm. That was where I was like, man, 
this is a comic book movie. It had this kind of sensationalism to it yeah. that I do respect Marvel for because it's it's such a out there, outlandish kind of concepts mm. of comic bookness. So I like that scene. I love the direction, the art scene, everything about it. Did you think that the whole reference of them being apes was like intentional? Like, well, like yeah. like a con- like like to contradict like. You know how like how people reference black people like when they want to insult black people they call us apes and stuff like that like do you guys feel like that was well, yeah was that in, in the, the comic, comic book? in the comic okay. his name is man ape but they didn't oh, okay. use that in the um, movie because they thought it would be offensive, offensive. yeah <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can understand that that was yeah. a good choice Mbaku <laughs> which yeah, which I liked I, him. yeah his character was, was I liked funny, him especially. well the, the the funny you mentioned the apes like that there's a meme floating around. Um, Shout out to my friends from Hampton University. But like there's a they meme floating about. Yeah, yeah they were yeah, like, yeah. they were like, uh, my favorite part of the movie is when the, the Qs swooped in to save the Deltas from the Sigmas. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, bro, those are alphas. They're not Qs. They're gorillas. Oh, that's that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Is 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 Mbaku, do we think is he gonna be part of is he gonna be part of the narrative moving forward, Martin? Uh, he probably will. He's a villain in the comics, though, so I don't know what they're gonna do with him in future movies. So, so what's up next? Infinity War's up to... next, right? Yeah, Infinity yeah. War's up next, and, and then, then Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. As far as that particular universe, because two weeks after Infinity War is um... Venom. No. no. Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Um, that's well, I, I was, but that's, that's a separate. That's, that's a separate. MCU. I, that's how I was answering as MCU. Yeah. The Marvel Cinema Universe. Right, right, right. Which I wish they would just combine the damn things. They right. probably. Well, they I think they will like, eventually. Let's because get doesn't to it. let's get it over with. Because doesn't the Black Panther marry Storm at some point? Yeah, but they yeah. weren't able to do that in this story. And I think like that's something that Ryan Cooler was kind of hinting at when they were asking about like creative control and like who has the rights to this and who has the rights to that. But one thing that I want to say, and I've been having this debate with people like all week, if at some point in the story we introduce Storm. It better not be Alexandra Ship. I want her to go the f away. Like <laughs> if and and we like my friend and I. Is she before, the young storm? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, my friend and I before Flick It Fridays were talking about like who would we have as Storm, right? And so they've already ruined it. And we can't do it. And I was like, I really wish that they would have cast Zoe Kravitz there instead of where they actually put her in the reboot because she, you know, she's dead. But um. I could deal with Zoe Kravitz as like a young Storm, but if we're talking about like grown ass lady Storm, like I would like Naomi Harris to show up a Storm. Like mm. I would like that. Yeah, I'm always be. for like Tiana Paris. <laughs> like, I, I want to see her in a lot of stuff. I, I'd like to see well, Tiana Paris. Too. I would like. I didn't even think about her, yeah, but see, either. I was thinking yeah. about someone like a Sophie Okunwobu. I'm like, she's too goddamn old, but. Um, mm. Shit, I want to see uh, Nola Darling now. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She would be a good Yeah, yeah she would be a good yeah. I mean, obviously, we can't have Tessa Thompson. She's Valkyrie. And then, right. um, I don't know. Where's Thandie Newton in this universe? <laughs> so, I don't know. Thandie She's too, too old, too. She's, She's old, way yeah. too old, yeah. Westworld coming back. Boy, just to throw that in there real quick. I can't wait to see that. I could see... um. I don't know, Molly as Storm. Ooh, am I? Oh, uh, yeah. Yvonne Orji. Yeah, Yvonne Orji. Yeah. She would probably kill it. Mm, yeah. yeah. That would be kind of dope. That would be different. Oh. And she's Nigerian, right? She's yeah. Nigerian American. Yeah. I like it. I'm here for it. Side note when uh, Homegirl took off the wig, I thought of the I thought of the Walking Dead because we always oh, yeah. make jokes about her horrible horrible wig. Maybe they were walking. making a joke because like, yeah. yeah. her hair in the Walking Dead is terrible. They, they yeah. kind of 
Uh, so they said something that made me think, were they throwing a, a, a shot like it? You know, the whole Willow Smith whi- uh, whip your oh, hair yeah, back that and forth. Yeah, she said whip it back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know if it was a shot. It was where like a, yeah. a, like a reference. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything else about this? I, we're, I, we're missing a lot. We are. I don't know. I think that there's so much to take in and we'll have we'll, we'll continue lot, to yeah. process. And it's so fresh for us. But like, I think that it's amazing to me that black folks in power at Marvel made this movie happen, that they made it happen with Ryan Coogler and that he did what he did with the story. Marvel made a black power movie yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like we've never, ever seen with amazing imagery that was empowering and messages that were so very timely. Mm-hmm. And it united us in a way that like, cause it, at first it was like, it was like, haha, funny. Like, you know, when they, when civil war dropped and people were like, I'm dressing up for a black Panther, but we actually did this shit. They, and like, it was an event What really, what really struck a nerve with me was seeing people go to the premiere in support of Lupita Nyong'o in Kenya. Yeah. And they, we dressed up like, this is going to be fun. It wasn't necessarily cosplay. It was like, we going to Wakanda. We said like, we're taking yeah. our trip to Wakanda, right? Like, yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Right. <laughs> they, they dressed up like they were going to like an event. And I was like, wow, this is meaningful to us, but it's meaningful to black people all over the world. And that means something that's really, really special. Mm-hmm. Was mm. he the first black Marvel director? You'd yeah, have to I ask Martin. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, Tim Story did uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. That doesn't count. An MCU. I'm I'm gonna say the uh, thing that you know is is probably not like fun for people to hear. I'm so glad Ava DuVernay did not have this movie. She could not have done this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yo, I just watched Selma like the other day because I figured out I, I owed to her to just finally sit down and watch it. Well, Selma, Selma wasn't bad. I enjoyed Selma. Selma wasn't bad. I liked Selma. But the movie she made before that that everybody was like, go watch it. I think it was called like Middle of Nowhere. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> She's got what? A Wrinkle in Time? Come yeah. On. yeah Which I'm going to support. Yeah. I'm going to support. I do support her, but I think she's overrated. Well, I, you can say that. I, I don't know. Why can't you? It's going to be my type of movie. I've never really been into those like uh, fantasy movies. Yeah, they're just not my thing. Uh, I hated. Uh, see, every time I want to make a reference, I can't remember. The Never Ending Story. Oh, I oh, hate hated out, that movie. Get out. I'm opening the door. <laughs> say my name, now. Sebastian. When I was young. <laughs> When I was younger, I hate. I thought, and I I, it, I, to I, me, I, it I felt even, like the longest movie on I earth. I don't know who you are. I, I just posted Facebook that when the horse died, that's when like Artax died in the swamp of sadness. Second, yeah, that's I like said the second saddest, tears. second saddest thing of my childhood. Maybe, after Johnny five, maybe I just so. wasn't advanced enough Johnny in movie. In when Johnny Five got beat, I hated that movie. So maybe I need to rewatch it as an adult because I hated it. It's amazing. Why? Why do you feel like you can't say that though? I I just can't say that. Cause you, cause you don't know enough, or cause you disagree. Like, no, I just can't. You don't say feel that. comfortable saying it. I, I, yeah, that's not something I, I, I plan on saying. Like on, on, on record. Oh well, <laughs> on record. And, just in case but, you run you know, the, the beauty of that is she. I might see a wrinkle in time and think it's amazing, but I just, I don't think she could have done this. Mm. From a general perspective, wrinkle in time doesn't look like a good film movie to me. But that's from the the content. It just doesn't interest me. Well, but, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what she did. I, I'll say something crazy. I think. I don't think Ryan Coogler is overrated, but I think he has room to grow. And I, I definitely but that, think that's amazing. Just looking at like Black Panther, I I I definitely think he could see like he's thirty one. Yeah, he yeah. Well, this is like his first like 
big budget like VFX type of movie. So I think he'll get into that space more, but I don't think he's on the level of like a Ridley Scott or a Nolan or somebody oh, who yeah. could like who could take this well, type of concept and like really develop it and well, on the screen. Change like how very, we look at it. Well I yeah. hope I hope he does grow because I mean Marvel's such an interesting group because they they let people do their thing, but then they don't. Yeah. You still gotta make a Marvel cinematic universe film that makes money. Yeah, you still and have to have that last 40 minutes of explosions and fighting. Yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah. glad. I hope that he goes on to being more than just the guy who got hired. I hope he is able to handle these kind of films in the future and develop things and, and get the kind of budgets on his own merit. Yeah. You know, that he I commands he this kind of money and this kind of things to put into his films and people support it. So, so what would be like your top three in the MCU? Like if you had a top three, would Black Panther be in it? Would Black Panther be in what? In your top three of the It would be MC. for me. This, this movie holds a special place I in my heart I should have prepared forever. for that like, question, un, but Unbiasedly. Yeah. Like, Mine's still Winter Soldier's number one. I like Winter Soldier a lot. Iron Man's Iron Man 3 Iron Man is in my top is in my top three. I'd have so to really sit and think about it. I didn't have time to think about it because I figured that topic would come up. I don't know. I, MCU films are interesting because some of them do one thing, some do another, and they all contribute to this giant story. So it's yeah. like, what are you going to the movie for? But I would say it is on the higher end for me personally. Uh, I don't think it makes top three to me. It probably makes top five though. Yeah, it would I, make that, my top five, not my top yeah. three, because like, like, like the first Captain America is not even close to my yeah, like. Yeah. That's down there with uh, that movie. If, if Doctor Strange, go back and watch it. I, I like that movie later in life. Once they kind, once Marvel kind of got their footing a little bit, I, I I learned to like that movie a little better. But I'm with Maybe you, Doctor Strange. Hold on, which movie is it? Captain, Cap the first Captain America. Yeah, I actually liked. I Doctor Strange was not the best one. It was like a lot of information. Yeah, it was a lot of information to take in, and I was like, okay. But when I watched it the second time, I, I always watch Marvel movies twice yeah. to try to like understand it better. But I liked Doctor Strange for what it was, like and in its place in all the other stories. Mm -hmm. I liked it for that. But I don't really it's not like it's not really like it's not my top five. None of them are terrible. Like none of them are when you watch it, you're like, Jesus, what the hell was that? Now, I know, fell like, I, I don't I never fall asleep watching movies. Yeah, and I, I fell asleep close. watching the first Captain America. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah, that one See, was I dry. get unpopular opinions opinions because um I'm not the biggest fan of the Avengers one. I'm not really I like, mean, not me, me either. To so me, Joss Whedon, he's really good at like dialogue and character stuff, mm -hmm. but action he's and not. people thought that was like the greatest yeah. superhero movie of all time. I was like, This movie's okay. Like Yeah. Yeah, I really I I really like the Spider-Man Homecoming. I, I thought, thought that was, was the suck. best. I thought it was going to suck, too. I thought that, that was, was the really best Spider-Man movie mm -hmm. that they've done. Like, all the Dang, other ones. Spider-Man 2 is mm. really good. What? Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man 2 is good. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 I mean, is Sp really good okay, movie. the ending of Spider-Man 2 is very similar to the ending of Black Panther. Because mm -hmm. you both have, you have two villains who decide to kill themselves mm -hmm. or sacrifice themselves rather than, like, try to live. To me, at least. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So, what do you guys think is going to be in the sequel? Oops. I don't know. I don't know. Because some sequels go the solo route, and some go the they piggyback on what happened on something before. So, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, see, I, like, I don't know. My friend and I were talking about this, and I, we were trying to figure out like, what are they going to do with Daniel Kaluuya's, Kaluuya's 
Okay. See, it's tough. I said it's cool. tough now, right? <laughs> With his character, because in a way, like, did he really commit treason? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, for defending the king? Or, yeah. I don't you know, so, I like, is he still going to be, like, an active member? Or is he going to be a villain? Or I think you know, T'Challa is still... fair enough to understand what happened there. You know what I'm saying? Like, but is he too fair? Like his dad said, yeah. you know, like, I, I when you're so. a good man with a good heart, yeah. I think it's so. hard to be king. I, 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 think, I think that's the summation of T'Challa is that he's too fair. You know, that would be, that would be, that would be mine. I think the next movie is probably going to have a lot to, like, be in America with them finally, like, reaching out and, and setting up shop in America. I feel like it's, a lot of it's going to take place, like, destroying another city. I think it's going to be more about like infiltration and colonization because they open themselves up to the world now. Yeah, so you're going to get a lot of too. people trying to like get their resources. Right. So being that, I was surprised they killed uh, Clue, Claw, Claws. Claw. Uh, I was I surprised. Was I, I wasn't surprised about that yeah. because I, like I said, I went into it thinking that Killmonger was going to be mm-hmm. somebody very extreme mm-hmm. as a villain. So. I knew that he was, I, I had a feeling he was going to kill his girlfriend. He didn't care about her. And I figured he was going to, I saw that coming because I went into it thinking if he's as bad as they say they are, that they say he's going to be, then he's not going to, he doesn't care. He doesn't have any type of backbone to that. He doesn't have no feeling. Mm-hmm. So. And he owes him because, of course, Claw like contributed to his father's death anyway. So I thought that was a really yeah. dope scene. Mm-hmm. See, I have a hard time with the, the Heath Ledger argument because it's like a lot of villains on paper are are on the script. It's menace. They're they're meant to be menacing from a writing perspective. I yeah. think what Heath is, you you have to give respect to the movie as a whole too. For, yeah, uh, for allowing that was just him, a darker movie. Yeah, in for general. allowing him, and we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Is that the Dark Knight took a movie that's about a guy who dresses up as a bat and a guy who dressed up as a clown and made it into a crime drama, like. That yeah. space allows you to have that kind of performance, you know. Like I think Heath Ledger in a Marvel movie would be just as impactful as Loki or anybody else. Like it, the movie itself is not going to allow you to express that mm. in that way, you know. Like the movie was written around his to to emphasize his performance mm-hmm. in The Dark Knight. Mm. Yeah, you know. I can agree. And then obviously it's written around it. It's shot around it too. Mm-hmm. Like we always reference the scene where he's hanging out of the police car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That shot, I don't see a shot. And the way that was edited right. and shot, I don't see that in a Marvel movie. It couldn't have been like that. Yeah. Now, I mean, Winter Soldier got kind of close, but I mean, even Civil War proved that those two directors could be reeled in a little bit. Right. So, which you need to see it because you'll see the difference between Winter Soldier and Civil War. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. You just made up, that was a really good point, man, uh, about the film being structured. Yeah, you have to allow that cinematic. kind of performance. You know, yeah. now are some actors better at you know fighting through the restraints of such a tent pole like this? Sure, mm-hmm. of course they are. But you know, there's also the machine, and the machine, and then the machine is going to dictate how it's shot, how it's edited, how mm-hmm. it's scored, mm-hmm. and how you're going to say your lines and the rating too. Yeah, because like we see that with Deadpool, how mm-hmm. because when they let it be rated R, it completely changed the mm-hmm. way the movie went, and I feel yeah. like. If Black Panther was a rated R movie, mm-hmm. it would have been completely different. Yeah. Completely mm. different. And I think maybe Michael B. Jordan might have been able to 
be that kind of villain Give if it was the, rated yeah. R. Right. And sometimes yeah. it is it's the director too. You know, some directors say, This is the way I wrote the script. Uh this is how you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Whereas I would assume Nolan maybe allowed Ledger to do more and then obviously supported that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, at the end of the day, some of these movies, I'm not gonna say Black Panther, but a lot of these movies, you, you are for hire. So you are for hire, you are to do the job that is dictated to you, mm-hmm. you know, which is obviously gonna put you in a box. So Yeah. So so you're basically saying that it, it may not be Michael B. Jordan. It could it could be the machine it, of the machine. Marvel yeah, or yeah. Coogler's yeah. direction. And, and even then, maybe Ryan Coogler is kind of a dick. I don't know. And I'm being extremist with yeah, that. But, you know, I mean, I, I think their working relationship is, is probably like pretty solid. Scorsese De Niro. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he has latitude to do as much as but he wants I, to do. I do like that. I've had some people talk to us about that they've enlightened, we've enlightened some viewers about how the machine is a real thing. Yeah. And that, you know, regardless of Black Panther, regardless of other films, you are for hire. You are a, a member of a of a job. Right. And that there is dictations to your job. Mm-hmm. So sometimes breaking out and doing things is just not what you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously that can either cause a lot of problems <laughs> where we, we see people getting fired. We right. saw the people get fired from the solo movie, you know, and, yeah. you know, we, I don't think Marvel's had nearly as many problems, but we didn't had problems, you know, yeah. that he was vocal about. And, and at the end of the day, these movies are here to entertain us and do what they can do culturally, but they are a movie for entertainment and to be, make money. Mm. So got to play ball somehow. I was um, thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was definitely better the second time. If you've if you yeah. have time to see it see it twice, mm-hmm. you should definitely see it twice. It was because you missed when you first when you see it the first time. It's like I'm just seeing it and trying to take it all in. But mm-hmm. when you see it the second time, you're like, okay. Especially as a Mar- Marvel moviegoer, then you can really like sit and be like, okay, this is what's happening here. This is what's happening there, and this is how these are all connected. Mm-hmm. So I will knowing what I mentioned before too. I do rank it rather high in films that it's obvious that they let Ryan Coogler kind of do his thing though too, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think is important. That and that's important I think for a lot of up and coming filmmakers that mm-hmm. you know do want to maybe maybe they are given the opportunity to get into a tent pole and you have situations like in the solo movie where that could be a daunting task mm-hmm. and you could risk your career doing. That. I mean, look at the guy who did Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Like I, that guy. Yeah, he might be done for, yeah. you know, and a lot of that, the, the story seemed to reveal that he was difficult and didn't, you know, participate in the system. So I think these are good to show that, you know, up and coming filmmakers can have these opportunities where you can get into a tent pole, do your thing, make a great film. And then obviously he can move on to whatever else he wants to move on to. Because mm-hmm. regardless, I, I think when I watched, what, what was the last Fast and Furious with, with F. Gary? With, what was it, F. Gary Gray? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had F. Gary Gray and you had John Singleton. And honestly, those movies, they they fit the mold of what the movie is. Mm-hmm. Great opportunity for him. Great opportunity for a black director. But it's not a black film. And it, it there's nothing of F. Gary Gray in those movies, in my opinion. I think those Tyrese jokes would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah. and shout out to Tyrese. Yeah. I could stand not to see Tyrese in another movie. I, well, he, I, I heard a rumor he's going to be in the sequel for Black Panther. So, oh, man. where'd now, you know that? You know who? You know who? You know who? You know who? Because Bokeem Woodbine is in the is in the Yo, cinematic. Is he? He's in the Spider Man movie. Yo, I'm Which, telling you, man. Bokeem, <laughs> uh, Bokeem is made. Yo, he's 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 winning his place in my heart, bro. After Fargo, post Fargo, I'm on the, the Bokeem train. I'm sorry. He's gonna be in some some. He's in Tupac. Yeah, like yeah, Tupac. Tupac and Biggie. Uh, no, he's gonna be in the he's gonna be in the Cloverfield movie. 
Oh, the, the, the next, World the War II one? movie. You're oh, going to be the only yeah. black person in that <laughs> yeah. whole movie. Look, cool. I guess we're just going to go ahead and put the clamps on it here, man. Um, black Panther, amazing film. Um, if you haven't seen it, shame on you at this point. But, you know, don't let it deter, don't let my, my shame on you deter you from seeing it. Um, Ashanti, man, you want to you want to give them some plugs of where they can find you? And oh, first and foremost, thank you for being with us. Oh, and, thank you and, for having and, me. Yeah, I'm so excited to be you. here. Yeah, and 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 you know, hopefully, uh, you gain some new fan, some fandom, and no hate mail from anything that you say. I know. Yeah. Well, I, look, you played it pretty safe. I don't. I, you I'm think joking. so? Not safe, but like, I don't think you gave anything that people would ah. Fuck her! I'll bring her back. I don't think you said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I thought people were gonna bite my head off about um, me not thinking that he was that bad of a villain. I mean, no, it's okay. I, 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 it's he okay was... to criticize a black film, except for me. I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> you can't. No, no, yeah, you just have right. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! wow. <laughs> you have to see it first to criticize it. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, throw your plugs out there. Um. Everything is in the mixer, I-N-T-H-E-M-I-X-X-E-R, or Mixer's Kitchen, M-I-X-X-E-R-S, Kitchen. Um, I'm on YouTube. I have a series called Hip Hop Dining Room, where we make your favorite rap lyrics into dishes. And then, um, you know, got the late night carry out every Friday, catering and meal prep services. So. Corey, do you want to throw out your plugs, man? Oh, they know where to find me. Corey Ray Smith, Corey with a K, and, uh, you know, one half of his ink. So everybody knows to find me. Mm-hmm. Martin. Yeah, kind of movie critic style. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lizzie had to step out, but uh, you know, I'm sure you guys remember how to find her. With same old C on Twitter, I think. Young Lizzie. Young Lizzie on Instagram. Y-U-N-G, Lizzie. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram, Filmmaking Treasy, on IG, and then on uh, Twitter, Filmmaking Trees, without the Y. Um, yeah, man. And... Um, Thank you for sitting with us, man, and talking about Black Panther. Don't forget to join our Facebook group. It's called Wakanda Till Infinity. Somebody asked me why I said Wakanda Till Infinity and not forever. It's kind of a homage to, first of all, to uh, Souls of Mischief. Souls of Mischief, who is from? Oakland, right? Yep, they're yeah. from Oakland. So, you know, mm-hmm. Wakanda Till Infinity. And Ryan Coogler's from Oakland. So it's just kind of a way to say forever, but also pay homage to Oakland. Oh, I thought it was... Till infinity, like the next movie is. That's and what I was thinking. And, 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 and that went right over my yeah, head. That that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And that's the that's yeah, the. Yeah. So it's kind of like a double entendre because yeah, it is. Yeah. We are talking about Wakanda till Infinity War next month. So yeah. Uh, so anyway, May. no, it's not next. Yeah, month. I was say this May, a few months. Oh, it's not. Oh, I'm May. sorry. I thought it was coming out in March. Okay, yeah. My no, my apologies. Got to wait for the summer blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So make sure you join that group, man, and, and get on the discussions because we will extend this conversation there. So. Uh, if you didn't get what you needed from this conversation. So, again, uh, thank you for listening. And we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We are just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.